Hi, I'm Helen Joy Butler, and this is Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality, a weekly podcast series where we talk about sanctuary, spirituality, and everything in between. As a sanctuary creator and elemental space clearer, I help people create sanctuary in their homes and lives in practical, emotional, and spiritual ways. In this podcast, we will be talking about sanctuary, spirituality, alignment, intention, and much more, all in the hope of supporting you on your own sanctuary and spiritual journey. I invite you to take time to pause, to settle in with today's episode, and if it feels right, to spend time journaling your thoughts and learnings afterwards. Because it's when you embody these learnings that you will achieve greater alignment in all aspects of your life. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. I'm really excited to be diving into this episode with you. We have so much to cover, but I think it's a really important topic for us to be discussing right now. We're literally in the middle of coronavirus. It is April 2020, and we know that there's a lot going on for the world. But also, if you're aware you've noticed that a lot of people are finding a few challenges as they step into their home space, either on their own, with their partner, with children, with flatmates, with parents. It's certainly been a homecoming for a lot of people, but also perhaps a little bit of a rude homecoming that they didn't expect. And so through the conversation today, I'd really like to be helping you if you're feeling a little bit unsettled, a little bit wobbly, a little bit confused about your own self, your own journey through this period. We've all heard of the terms intention and the term grounding and alignment But I want to dive into those three today from a purely sanctuary perspective, share some stories of my own life, but also how I've seen this play out in the world and how by bringing your intentions into reality, you can really ground yourself now into your truth, into what it is you want to achieve And I truly believe without doing, you will become or be more of your truthful, honest self on the other side of this, if and when and whatever that looks like for us all. Before we get started, though, I'd really like to share today's Oracle card with you. It's called Remembrance and the words on it also say resurfacing of past feelings and emotions. There's a lady lying in water, looks like the shallow ocean water or in a lake. Um, She's resting up on her elbows and looking straight ahead toward me and over her looks like seaweed or sea grasses. And she looks a little bit solemn. 
like she's been through the ringer. <laughs> um, and perhaps she has. And perhaps that's what many of us are experiencing at the moment as well. But when I look at the other words underneath rem remembrance, which was resurfacing of past feelings and emotions, I really believe that what I'm going to share with you today, if you implement what I share, will start to bring up some of these past feelings, some of these emotions that you perhaps don't really want to dive into or dive in with. But I encourage you to sit there, to stay there, not until it becomes the most painful thing you've experienced, but from what I know to be true on my own sanctuary journey towards spiritual knowing, spiritual knowledge about myself, is that by sitting in those difficult feelings, those difficult emotions, has brought about more growth than I could ever possibly have imagined. So let's dive firstly into intention. We've all heard this term before. We all think, okay, well, that's interesting. What is an intention? An intention is essentially a goal. Now, your goal could be to lose five kilograms. But if we look at what the intention of that particular goal is, I believe it relates to health. It relates to energy. It relates to being able to show up in a way that feels better for you in your body. So the intention really does sit above the goal. It has more depth. It has more meat to it. It's perhaps a little bit more esoteric, perhaps a little bit more waffly. But if we break that intention down, we can really achieve it through doing three things. The first is you need focus. So if my intention is to lose weight, I need to put focus on that. Then I need action around it. Makes sense. I might need to move my body more. I might need to eat certain foods or change my diet. So I need to put physical action behind the intention to achieve it. But I also need positive energy. If I'm constantly saying, I can't lose weight, I can't lose weight, I can't lose weight, that's not positive energy. We need to be thinking and believing that this intention can actually happen. So let me give you a few examples from my own life. The first is this past last weekend, I set myself the intention to go gently. So when I was doing anything around my house, because like many of you, I'm housebound, I was thinking, okay, by doing this thing, will I be going gently? So I did quite a bit of cooking on the weekend. And often when I cook, I'm kind of mixing things, I'm washing up things, I'm putting stuff in the oven, I'm doing a little bit of multitasking, which doesn't actually stand for my intention of going gently. So as I was cooking, as I was baking, I was really mindful of what I was doing. Am I just here peeling these vegetables? As opposed to, am I here peeling these vegetables 
and trying to wash up at the same time or trying to have a conversation with someone about something else. Just being purely mindful in what I was doing. So I went through my whole weekend. It became a little bit like a mantra for me. Go gently, Helen. Go gently, Helen. Go gently, Helen. And so, you know, I did quite a bit of stuff. But at the same time, I went gently. And at the same time, I gifted myself the ability to stop and say, now you just need to rest. If you keep pushing yourself, you're not going to be going gently. So just stop. Take a pause. Maybe go read a book or have a rest in the garden. And then come back to it, whatever it may be. A long-term intention that I have during this entire coronavirus period is for future Helen to look back and say, I was proud of how you showed up during that coronavirus period. That really is leading me in every single moment of every single day because we actually don't know how long this is going to go on for. And so what I do is I say to myself, does this task actually need to be done? Do I really need to get upset or angry or frustrated over that small little thing? Does it really matter that the washing is done and has sat in the laundry basket for two days before being folded? Do I really need to have this conversation about who gets to wash up again today? What is it that I need to do in any given moment to achieve that intention? Now, I don't want it to sound like it's like a weight on my shoulders or something that's binding me. It's not. By actually having that intention that future Helen will be proud of Helen where she is now is actually really freeing because what it's allowed me to do is drop away some of those things, shed some of those things, remove some of those things from my life that really aren't important. And that's where this card comes in because our remembrance card saying resurfacing of past feelings and emotions. So past Helen may have said, I have to do that thing now. You know, I have to have this conversation. I have to ask someone else to wash up. I have to make, you know, all of the whole washing process go really easily and quickly and have things back in the cupboard where they're meant to. The reality is I was never like that in recent times, but in past times, I certainly was. So this is bringing up perhaps some feelings for you in and around what does future you want to look back on current you and believe. I think if we gift ourselves time and space to look at that, it will really allow us to sink into our own behaviors, our own hearts and show up in a way that is truthful and honest for us now. And at the same time, it will benefit us greatly on the other side of all of this because we will already have done a lot of the work and we will be our new selves. 
which I don't know about you, but I'm actually really excited about what that is going to bring us. We just have to get through you know, some of this challenge before we get to the other side. When I think of intention, I actually think that sometimes our intentions come to us from a higher messenger. So whether this is your higher self, whether this is your soul, whether this is your spirit team, sometimes your intention can have that etheric connection to it, meaning we can feel like we're out of our body. That's why it's important to look at groundedness in and amongst this conversation around intention. Because as I've said already, I can come up with this intention, I can come up with this goal, but unless I ground it and do something about it, it's not actually going to happen. So I suppose the first question is, what is grounding? To me, grounding is where I'm aligning my energy body with the energy body of the earth. So by me being on the earth, my, by me being with the earth, I am grounding my body and bringing back this sense of calm, this sense of sanctuary, which I'm looking for. So why is it so important for us to ground? Many people I've spoken to during this period feel like they're out of their body. They feel like they're disconnected from their body. And grounding helps bring you back into your body. But you have to actually do something about it. And this is where it links with our intention. Because you need to focus on grounding. You need to bring action into grounding. And by doing that, you will help bring yourself back into your body. The best way that you can ground is to sit or stand on the earth. Now that works, I want to say, 80% of the time, depending on where you're at in your energy body and also whether your chakras are blocked or not. So if you've been in the spiritual field for a while, you're very well aware of chakras. These are energy bodies, both inside and outside of our bodies. And when we're talking about grounding, we're really talking about the base chakra or the root chakra. We're also talking about the chakras in your feet. So there are really important feet chakras that if they're blocked and if your base or root chakra is blocked, then you will find it really difficult to be grounded because that energy within your body won't be able to flush out of you or move out of you. So by grounding, what we're really trying to do is open up those chakras to ensure all of that energy can flow smoothly. Yes, you have other chakras in your body and they might also be blocked and you might need to be doing work on those. But we're talking about grounding today. And it's really important that these two chakras, the feet chakra and the base or the root chakras, are really working effectively to keep you grounded. So how can you ground other than going outside and putting your feet on the earth or sitting on the earth? Because for some listeners, that may not even be available to you. If you're ill, if it's really cold outside, if you have some injury, maybe you can't even do that. 
any food that comes from the earth is grounding. So if you think of something that's grown in soil, potatoes, sweet potatoes, onions, um, garlic, ginger, pumpkin, there's all sorts of vegetables that grow in the soil. If you can increase them in your diet, that will definitely help you with your grounding. Meditation can help with your grounding, especially if you're doing meditations that help you connect with the earth. So you might be doing visualizations or you might be listening to meditations that other people have created that connect you down with the earth. You might simply just want to go and sit outside or stand outside and close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and just visualize your feet going down into the earth a little bit like tree roots um, or a taproot down into the soil. Whatever it is you do for grounding, I do highly recommend you do it more than once a day. So I do grounding techniques, gosh, I want to say three, four, five, six, seven, eight times a day. It really depends on how I'm feeling energetically. I can tell in my own energy body when I'm starting to feel ungrounded. So then I will up the ante, if you like, on my grounding practices. And I will do them as often as I possibly can. And even if it's simply walking the dog or watering the garden or, you know, just standing outside watching the sunrise with a cup of tea and taking a few deep breaths, it doesn't take a lot of time but it does take that focus and that action so when I go outside I'm deliberately going outside more often than not to ground now the thing is we want to take our intentions and we want to ground them into our reality so definitely decide what is my intention for either today or for this product I'm putting out into the world, or this relationship, um, or what it is I want to be known for on the other side of coronavirus. Whatever your intention is, small or short term or long term, it doesn't really matter. But you need to take that intention and ground it in reality. You can't just say, I want to do this, I have this intention, or I want to do this thing, um, and not do anything about it. So I invite you to look at what is your intention and then what is it you need to do from a grounding perspective to make it a reality. So right at the start of this conversation, I mentioned to you that my intention for the weekend was to go gently. Now that in itself is a bit broad. It's not terribly specific. It doesn't outline a step-by-step -step approach to how I can go about being gentle with myself over the weekend. But what it does is it allows me to keep it at the front of my mind. And then as I'm going through my day, going through the tasks I'm doing, I can use it either as a mantra, as I've already said, or as a reminder. Helen, are you going gently by doing this task? Or if you're doing this task, whilst you're in and amongst it, are you going gently as well? Why are these two things so important together? Because by 
understanding and knowing your intention and by grounding yourself and bringing your intention into your world in a grounded way, in a practical way, what you will find are a few things. Firstly, what's not important will go. I really can't stress that enough because once you know what you want to focus on and you start to ground it in your reality, things that aren't important will fall away. Secondly, by doing this, you will come into greater alignment with your truth, with your purpose, with your inner wisdom your inner knowing and your strength and connection with your truth. I know that sounds really big and I also realize that that might sound unattainable. But I want to encourage you to give it a try. It is through this practice of intention grounding intention grounding intention grounding I have been able to shift into alignment with my truth and it's taken a long time it's probably taken years it has taken years but I could see and I could acknowledge and I could welcome in the changes the intention and the grounding brought to me to lead me to alignment. So if you're feeling a little bit lost at this stage, I'd like to extend an invitation to you before you start on anything with this process is to ground, 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 do more of it, ground, ground, keep doing it. The more you can come into alignment with your body by removing those things that you don't need, which is stress, overwhelm, exhaustion, frustration, fear, lack of safety, all of those things. If you can help intellectually shift your body energetically through grounding, it will make it much easier for you then to think or say, what is my intention? What is it I want from this particular relationship, this particular job, this particular thing in my life? And then you can start to align your intentions and ground them into your daily practice or your daily work because you don't even really need to be entirely spiritual to create this connection between your intention and grounding it into your life. It's really how we move forward in our lives by saying, this is my goal, this is my intention, this is what I want to achieve, and this is how I'm going to make it happen. Through that comes alignment. And that really is the gift of this whole conversation. Thank you so much for being here with me today, talking about sanctuary and spirituality. 
I hope that the learnings you received in this episode are helpful for you on your own journey. But as always, I'm here to support you. So if you would like, please do reach out and share your thoughts with me. And also please feel free to like, share, comment or review this episode. If you'd like to connect with me more, please go to my website, helenjoybutler.com. And I invite you also to join the Sanctuary Inner Circle. That's our beautiful group who talk about sanctuary spirituality and everything in between. But until next time, take care and much love.